How can you achieve and maintain business growth? Harvard Business School Executive Education is now accepting applications for a new program, Driving Profitable Growth. Taking place in Boston from October 25th through the 28th, this program focuses on business expansion and organizational growth strategies that can lead your company into the future. Learn more about this three-day program for senior leaders by visiting hbs.me growth. That's hbs.me growth. Hey, transition three. No good. Rudy with a follow. Hide the women and children. He's coming high and hard. Utah up by 12. 49-47. You are Locked On Jazz, your daily podcast on the Utah Jazz. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It is Locked On Jazz for the 21st of December. Jazz get blown out by the Warriors. What is there to be learned from such an outing? Is there any concern? The Kings come to town today after DeMarcus goes bananas last night, and the NBA has a wacky night overall. We'll talk about it all coming up on Locked On Jazz. How are you? I'm David Locke, radio voice of the Utah Jazz, Jazz NBA Insider. This is Locked On Jazz, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I got to share. So I got to bed at about 3.30. I come home uh, after a trip. I slept on the plane. And then when I get back, uh, I got in about, I don't know, 2.25. And I do just an hour of work. I just just get a – I always – I don't know. I just get a basic amount of stuff done uh, so that if anything kind of goes nuts uh, the next day that I could call the game or just – just hopefully, you know, I don't know. It's my comfort zone, whatever. Uh, and uh, this, this morning is an exciting morning. I could take my son to go get his braces off. So I'm a little sleepy. And so a moment ago, I actually uh, started the podcast and was recording it and got to, hi, I'm David Locke. And my brain literally never told me what was the next thing I was supposed to say. Like it literally sat there. I was like, wow, we have to restart this because I don't actually know who I am. I thought that was kind of funny. Uh, Today's show is brought to you by SeatGeek. Uh, Appreciate the people at SeatGeek and all they have done uh, for the Lockdown Podcast Network as well as uh, for Lockdown Jazz. Use the promo code LOJAZZ and you'll end up getting yourself a $20 rebate after you use SeatGeek for the first time. We'll tell you more about SeatGeek coming up. Uh, we'll do our regular stuff, pins across the world, all that kind of cool stuff, and uh, then we will uh, quickly drop down and um, and look around the NBA and, and react to last night's game. Probably a shortened edition, uh, well, actually slightly, just to preserve uh, first tired voice of the year and tired David, whose brain is barely functioning. Uh, so, uh, have that. Uh, if you have not heard already, I sat down for an incredible, at least I thought it was incredible, 45 minutes with Quinn Snyder. And uh, that is, a, if you didn't hear it on 1280 yesterday, uh, that is available uh, for you on Locked on NBA. And I, if you're a jazz fan, which you probably are if you listen to this, I, I probably cannot... Um, I cannot suggest it enough. I think uh, it's really, it's really worth uh, taking a moment, uh, grabbing 
listening to. It's 45 minutes long. Quinn does not open up about who he is very often. Uh, he was nice enough to give me that interview. Uh, so if you get a chance, uh, I would grab that. All right, let's go to our pins across the world. This is where we start each and every edition of the program uh, and see what see what you've sent in recently. Uh, you can send in your pin at dlock09 at gmail.com uh, and uh, share with us where you are that you listen to the program. And how it is you stumble, and uh, how it is you stumbled upon becoming a jazz fan, or the sort. Uh, this is a pin in Spanish Fork, Utah, from Justin Grimer. I love Locked On Jazz. Keep up the great work. I feel like part of a family. You do, and 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 today, uh, you, you're part of a family where there's not enough energy. I'm trying. As he takes another sip of an espresso. I can remember as far back as Game 5 of the 92 Western Conference Finals when the Utah Jazz were playing Clyde Drexler of the Portland Trailblazers. Stockton got poked in the eye by Drexler on the last play of the first half and never came back to the game. I remember thinking the Jazz had no chance. They ended up losing, but in overtime, a very exciting playoff game. At the moment, I was a fan for life. I'm sure... uh, uh, He sent me the game on YouTube, which actually is awesome. Uh, I'll probably go back and watch it. I love watching those things. And, of course, John Stockton's shot that sent the NBA Jazz to the NBA Files. Watching that with my father, who really isn't a basketball fan, but just watched it with me as a bonding moment. I remember when the shot went down, my father jumped up and down with excitement the whole game. Uh, before that, he had no motion at all. Great moment of my life. Uh, the uh, So that is Justin Grimer in Spanish Fork, Utah. All right, let's get to our tip-off story of the day. Uh, the Jazz got worked last night by the Warriors. It, before we get into uh, too much of this game, realize on the second play of the game, Rodney Hood asks out. Rodney was very ill last night. Um, I mean, bare, you know, hard time getting to the bus kind of stuff <clears throat> last night. Um I don't know. We picked up our luggage outside the plane. I still saw his bag sitting there. I don't even know if he got it. Uh, so he was he was pretty beat up. And you could tell. I mean, he missed both free throws he took. He tried to play 10 minutes, give him credit. But so, you know, the Jazz, again, it's kind of the same story. They they went in without Hill, Hood, or Favors. Uh, I, I did think there were a few things that were revealing, uh, both a positive and a negative. Uh, one was that for the first 17, 18 minutes of the game, the Jazz were able to keep the game in their kind of style and in their manner. And the Warriors, I I tweeted during the game, the Warriors have to hate this. And I I think a lot of what the Jazz were hoping to have happen were to have the Warriors uh, playing a game that they didn't like to play so that when we play them again at some point, maybe even in the playoffs, there at least aren't, isn't an eagerness. Now they're, they're vastly better than we are, right? They've got four of the top, whatever players in the league, they've got two of the top two, uh, maybe two of the top three LeBron. And so they're, they're considerably better than we are. And then when you couple that we're missing three starters, it, it, you know, the whitewash is not particularly stunning. Uh, and I thought that as well as Shelvin has played um, some and Dante has, has held his own some, they they both got incredibly sped up 
Uh, I thought Gordon, I mean, Gordon's shot was nowhere close. The only explanation can be he got sped up. Uh, and that's what happens when you play the Warriors. Clay Thompson said after the game it was the best defensive game they played all year. Their defense was incredible. And, and that's where they just had this length and this connectivity and this speed. And it just, the Jazz looked, I mean, one, the Jazz are so much longer than every other team they play until they play the Warriors. And then when you look at the, then the Jazz, when they weren't longer and suddenly were facing someone as long as the Warriors, uh, I thought the Jazz just offensively uh, looked all spun, all sped up. And, and nothing was, and then they started turning it over. And that's just because the other guy, you know, a lot of times the turnovers happen because the other guys are better. Uh, and, you know, Boris has done a nice job for us, but he's not going to play well in a speed game. And I, I thought the, the need for favors was, was quite obvious last night. Uh, and the need probably for Lyles to be ready and play well, which might be might not quite be there yet, uh, I thought was obvious last night. So, uh, and then, you know, Gordon was really way off last night, and I think he was going to – I think he struggled, and then I think he's going to struggle in that matchup, um, particularly because there's no hood and there's no hill on the floor. You know, when you're playing the Warriors and they're doing all these switching and doing this, you're going to have to have some guys trying to break the paint who can pass out to get you looks, and, and they're really just, you know, without – well, Hayward's, first off, Gordon's not great at that, but there's not a single guy that was playing last night for the Jazz who you would put the ball in his hands and say, okay, beat your man, make their defense collapse, and kick back out. That's, you know, we're limited on that anyway. You know, we don't have the star guy. There aren't a lot of them in the league. But, you know, Boston would have an Isaiah Thomas who could at least cause them some problems uh, in that regard. And George Hill could probably do a little of that on switch it once he gets the right switch. And Rodney can do that. He's got to play with his eyes out, which he he doesn't. He always a little more focused toward going to the basket. So, uh, and he would you know he didn't he wasn't there last night. He was a detriment, not a help. So you know there's a lot of under there's a lot of things that happened in last night's game. Uh, I I do think the one thing that was exposed last night was how good they are, how fast they are. And what needs to happen by um, it, to try to compete with that is you got to have just you got to have your maximum talent on the floor, and because no one's maximum talent matches them. So if you're at any level of deficiency, you're 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 done uh, in, in getting to them. Their their defense was brilliant. I do like the fact that for a portion of that game, the Jazz were able to uh, or keep the game in that style. Uh, and and I thought the Warriors looked uncomfortable. I thought Gobert had a huge impact on the game early. Uh, obviously, as the game went on, and he was great. Uh, it it went the other way. But if you uh, look at the shot chart early in the game, the 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 thing on the Warriors that that not enough people are talking about is the league shoots sixty percent in the restricted area, and the Warriors shoot sixty eight percent, maybe sixty nine. Okay, well, that's incredible. The Jazz allow 54%. So one of the things we talked about in our broadcast was, well, who's going to win the battle of the restricted area? And in the first quarter of the game, you saw these they, the Warriors were 6 of 22 uh, when 
they went into the in, into that area and and they were four of eleven in the restricted area in the first quarter and zero for four in the paint. So now now the now that's the now that's, things are working, right? Things are things are going well. That's the Jazz having an impact. That's I think that's the positive last night is that at least the Jazz showed they could have an impact on the game in in some manner. Because um, I'm not sure that <clears throat> I was totally certain that they that they could do that at all. Um, when you and so to, and I'm not sure most teams are able to do that by the. My box score that I'm trying to pull up is doing um, some strange things. In the, in the second quarter, we go look at the same stuff, and it it flips around. They they, they are able. To, they are two for two in the restricted area, three for four in the paint, uh, and they got it rolling. Uh, but Rudy, I thought, impacted the game a good deal early. So that's the take on last night. You know, they're better than where. It's not. It's really not the end of the deal. Hopefully, Rodney can go tonight. He, he was awfully sick yesterday. Uh, Derek will likely go tonight, and you're working your way back. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think there's going to be a tough time in, in some of the line in, against speed teams. That that's that's a matchup that I think we're going to struggle with uh, a little bit. Uh, running through the. NBA last night because it was completely a nutty NBA. And if you're going to go to an NBA game uh, and go see some of the nuttiness, you can do it by using the app SeatGeek. Uh, SeatGeek is an app for your phone that really uses modern technology to make what used to be a very difficult process, uh, that of the uh, ticket buying, easy, simple, and straightforward. So you go out to your app store, Play Store, whatever, Download SeatGeek, immediately go to the settings tab, enter in the promo code LOJAZZ, and then when you buy your first set of tickets, you'll get $20 back. Uh, the cool thing is that they've compiled tickets from all across uh, the world, <laughs> all across the ticket sites for you in one place. You don't have to search multiple things. And then they grade every ticket for you and let you know uh, which tickets are the best, which tickets uh, have the best um, you know, which tickets have the best value, uh, where it is you want to go, whether you're going to a, you know, a, a monster truck jam show January 6th at Vivint, uh, or, or something, you know, a theater show or, or a concert or, or another sporting event. Uh, when you get on the site, you can look, and if you're doing the monster truck jam, I just pulled it up. You can see that, oh, in section 12 and 13, there's seats that are $45. Those are green squares, but there's a seat for $283 in section seven, and that's got a bad ticket score. So you know not to be suckered into that bad purchase. And then it's all secured, and it's right to your phone. So at SeatGeek, use the promo code LOJAZZ. That's LOJAZZ in your settings tab, and you'll get $20 uh, back. A uh, reminder, by the way, that you want to go check out the um, the interview with Quinn Snyder on Locked on NBA. All right, around the NBA, uh, Cousins last night went, in, went bananas. He had 54 and carried the Kings to a – a nice win, 55, excuse me, uh, over Portland. Portland, a little bit of distress, I would think, at this point uh, in, in how things are going. Sacramento and uh, Denver are suddenly knocking on the door. Uh, Portland's 13 and 17. Sacramento's now a game back, and Denver's a half game back. 
and Oklahoma City's four games up. So Terry Stott's group just not defending. But uh, if you missed it last night, uh, Cousins spits out his mouthpiece, either intentionally or unintentionally. The officials give him a technical foul for it. It's his second technical. He sprints into Marcus Cousins' way all the way out to the to the locker room in this demonstrative fashion. Then the officials huddle, and I, I'm guessing they didn't remember that he get, had a technical earlier in the night. And they rescind that technical and uh, deciding it was inadvertent that they thought he threw the mouthpiece and he spit it accidentally instead. Pretty questionable. And they allowed him to come back into the game. Uh, he then gave quite a post-game interview with Katie Christensen uh, after the game. DeMarcus is just an angry, uncomfortable soul. I think it's, a, it's an interesting debate on uh, what you do uh, about DeMarcus. And uh, the talent is unbelievable. He dropped 55. There just aren't guys that would do it. But I, I just can't imagine a scenario where he comes around and helps you win basketball games. I just... Um, I just can't see it. I, I, I got the talent level. I get Sacramento's not been great, but at some point he might be the one that's the common thread, the responsibility of what's not great about Sacramento. Uh, but his talent, he's the best player. He should be the best player in the league. The, the league's never seen talent like his. And it's a, it's fascinating to see who gambles on him. I do get the vibe around the league that the top is about to pop off the trade world. I talked to three people yesterday. All of them suddenly had you know, tangible, specific trade rumors they were talking to me about. Like, the feels as though right after Christmas we're going to see movement. This is late to not have movement yet, and I, I think we're going to see um, – now, some things are changing. Everybody thought Washington was going to be the first domino to drop. Maybe Phillies, New Orleans, Noel is going to be the first domino to drop. Maybe Portland at 13 and 17 is going to be the first domino to drop. Uh, but the tensions are riding high in this league. You've got Reggie Jackson the other day playing uh, a half of basketball where he at, decides he's not going to shoot. Um, Marcus Gasol. Uh, Dave Fisdale today, yesterday, last night said, right now I'm really down on our leadership. Our huddles are like tombs. Nobody wants to step up and lead this group during this tough time. I just keep demanding it and see who's going to rise to the challenge. When Marcus Sol was asked if he had a reaction to this, he said none. He paused and repeated himself, exaggerating as he enunciated for effect. Asked if Fisdale's opinion was inaccurate. Gasol said, you're asking my reaction. I said none. He thinks that. We've got to get better, and that's it. No reaction. So uh, you look around the league, there's a, there's a lot of locker room stuff going on. Uh, and I, I have a feeling that um, that's going to lead to, to some some movements. Uh, so that, I, I think that's where we are. And um, I, would, I would guess that that's where we end up here pretty soon uh, with the top popping off some of these trades and, and some things taking place. Isaiah Thomas was unbelievable last night for Boston. Uh, he took over that Memphis game uh, late with with the ability to just drive and get in the lane and make plays. Uh, he's 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 really he's really special to be able to do that. That's that is that is a one in a million heart uh, and motor and creativity in how he's able uh, to do that. That is um, locked on Jazz today. Brought to you by SeatGeek. LO Jazz is your promo code. Thanks very much for tuning in and go head over to Locked On NBA to check out uh, the Quinn Snyder feature interview. This is Locked On Jazz, part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.